Welcome to the Sicha of this week. Bereishis, Beis, the second Sicha, in Chelek Yudalef, on page 7. This is a very uh, fundamental Sicha. A Sicha over here, in the beginning of uh, Parshas Bereishis, about Vayemer Lekim Yehi Oyer. And uh, after a year of the Lakuta Sicha is not being printed, this was the first Sicha in Tavshin Lamed Gimel, that the Rebbe was Magia for Lakuta Sichas that was then printed over here as the second Sicha in Chelek Yud. Vayaymer Alekim Yehi Oyer Gaymer, Hu Hamaymer Harishayin Shal Hamamariz, Shabahem Nivra Oilam B'Sheshish Yimei Breshis. When the Eivishter says Yehi Oyer, this is the first Maymer that the Eivishter says of the Asarim Amaris. The light is the first thing that the Ebesha created. In the first day of creation. Before all the rest of the creations created on the other days of Yimei Bereshis. So the question here is... Seemingly, there's no point, there's no advantage to having light just for itself. The whole purpose and significance of light is that creations that are outside of the light benefit from the light. So why is light being created before all of the, re- the rest of creations? They are the main purpose. They are the main thing that's being created, the, li- the, the creations. The light just provides the ability to see and to use things and access things through the light. But light shouldn't be the first thing. What benefit is there, or what purpose is there in the light before there's any other creations in the world that could have any benefit from this light. So we can't answer and say as follows, the fact that the creation of light comes before everything else, so that the light should be there prepared, that as soon as everything is created, it could immediately benefit from this light. Similar to what the Gemara says, why are all other creations created before the human being, even though Adam is the most important and the focus and the purpose of all of creation? So when he's being created, once he's created, everything else is prepared for him. So we can say the same thing over here, that the light is prepared and created in advance, so when everything is created, so then it has the light, it can benefit immediately from the light. If this would be the reason, so then the time, the right time for light to be created should be before the Balechaim are created, the Balechaim, which could distinguish between light and dark, or maybe before the Tzimeach is created. Light has an effect on its growth, on ripening, and on its taste. That it's the light of the sun and the, and the moon that gives a sweetness to the uh, wheat that grows. So the light has a benefit for the Balichai, the light has a benefit for the Tzimeach. That should be the time when it should be created. 
Okay, and then move on. So the question comes back. Why is light created in the first day of creation? The first existence that derives benefit from the light, who is Hatzimeach, the, the, the vegetables and things that grow, it's created on the third day of creation. So, if anything, light should have been created on the second day, or right in the beginning of the third day of creation, before the Tzimeach is created. But why is light the very first thing created on Sheshish and Sheshish on the first day? Regarding this light creating, created on the first day of creation, so the Gemara tells us, The Eivishter concealed, they hid this light that uh, only the Tzadikim, Lassad Lavei, will be able to derive the benefit from this light. So we could ask a question on this, similar to what we asked before. What's the essence of light? What's the purpose of light? It's to illuminate, to provide light. That the people or the whatever existence receives the benefit of this light should have enough from it. That's what light is all about, to illuminate, to reveal. So why was it hidden and concealed immediately after it was created? The exact opposite of what its purpose and focus and what, what the uh, benefit of light is, that it's used for revelation, it's used to illuminate. There are reasons why the light was concealed. So there are reasons given for this, but it doesn't answer the question the Rebbe is asking here. And the question still remains. All of these reasons that the world is not able to use this light, we're all known to David before this. The fact that David creates this light. Although David knew that he's going to hit it right after he creates it. So this forces us to say that the creation of light serves a certain purpose that's important for the very existence of the world, so much so that it's created right at the beginning of creation. So one hand, Abishu conceals the light, yet it's created the very, in the very beginning of creation, so it must be a very critical thing that's needed for creation right from the beginning. What is this? What's the reason that light is created right at the beginning, even though it's going to be hidden right away? Another question is Madisa Bezaya. In the Zayar it says, that Oyer and Roz have the same Gematria. So the Rebbe gives an introduction about Gematrias. What's the concept of a Gematria? Gematria is not just open to anybody to take two words and uh, create a Gematria. That's not the, the Gematria has a deeper meaning to it. Those Gematrias that are mentioned in Teira. It actually indicates that there is a connection, a real deep connection between the two things. And it's expressed by the fact that these two words have the same gematria. So the gematria is an expression that they share the same content. These two words share something between them. This idea of what a gematria is is understood from what Alter Rebbe says in Tanya. When you have a certain chayis, the energy that creates something, and that chayis comes down from one level to the next, 
al yidei the gematriyos, and one of the ways that it comes out and it comes down is through the gematria shein chesh benoisius, which is the numerical value of the letters ad sheyuchal esamtzim or eslabish or eshavis mimenu nivra prati. So there's the original source of the energy that's in a certain word in Lashon Kaidish, and then that energy gets minimized and comes out in a different word that shares the same numerical value, and therefore it's an indication that it's taking from the very same energy and it's coming out in a more limited way, and therefore it only shares the same gematria, even though it's not the same word. That's the concept of a gematria. Visham, there says, the fact that they are only sharing the same number, the same numerical value, means that the chayis, the oyer and chayis that's there in the original Lashon Kodesh word has been minimized. The number represents the numerical value of the energy, of the godly energy that there is in this word. So what do we see over here? We may move on. When you have two words, the Chazal tell us that there's a relation between these two words because they have the same numerical value, the same gematria. There's something, there's a deeper content that connects the two words, that it's the same highest that's there on one word that's coming down and being minimized and therefore also being expressed in a different word. So therefore, gematria is not just this external thing that you can just go ahead and make up any gematria. It's actually a connection between the content of the two words. So now applying it over here to the gematria of Oir and Roz. These two words, not only do they have, do they have no relation to each other, on the contrary, the meaning of one is the opposite of the other. Oir is revelation. Roz is a secret to Helen, concealment. The opposite of revelation. So how could they share the same gematria if the concept of a gematria is an indication that they have the same content? In our case, it's opposites. Yuvan we could understand all of this to get a deeper idea of what the light is all about and the creation of light, the creation of light in the beginning, first day of creation. So we understand all of this. What it says right in the beginning of the Medrash, Bereshis Rabbah at the beginning. The custom in the world is Melech was a Vedam Palten. A king builds a palace. He doesn't build it on his own. He has blueprints. He has markings of how he plans. He has plans how to build. To know what he's going to build. What's what's uh, going to be coming out of this? So to the Eibushter when he creates the world, Kavayochal has blueprints of, of, of creation, how to create the world. So what do we see from this message? That the way the Eibushter creates the world, similar to the way it's done by a king of flesh and blood here in this world. Haino meaning, so the Rebbe explains what this means. The that the Eibishter is bound in any way by the way things are customary to happen in this world. But what this means is, It's really the other way around. The fact 
that there's a certain custom in the world, in a certain way. It's because this is the way the Abish did things. This is the order of things above. And it's from there that it comes down and it evolves here below that this is the custom of the way things are done in this world. But the source of it is the way it's done the Maila. Ella, however, with our little understanding, we see things from below. We see the outcome. We see over here below what it is. The person's here below, and that's what we see. From the way things evolved here below, we can derive and understand how things are in the source above. How it is above. So therefore, we always give examples for the Abish's conduct above to the way it is over here below. The Medish is constantly, the Gemara, Chazal are always giving us examples of a Melech Bas of Adam below. Not because the Abish is bound by any of the customs of nature, but because the things, the way they happen in this world, give us an idea of what happens above, because everything in this world evolves from the world above. So that's the way we can understand what's going on, Lamailo. Al-Kalponim, be it as it may, we understand from this Medish here, that the way it's customary here below, this is an example that we could learn from it to understand how the Abishter went about creating the world as well. What's customary in the world is when a person decides and is preparing to get something done. And it takes certain organization, there's details involved in this. So Hine, how do you approach this? So the first thing is, you have to clarify and establish what's the purpose, what's your objective here? What are you trying to accomplish with what you're doing? And only then, when the purpose is very clear and it's established, then you can set out to the details that you have to get done in order to reach that purpose. So similar, it's also by the Eibishter. When the Eibishter creates the world with the Asarama Maris, the very first thing of creation is The Eibishter sets and establishes what's the purpose of creation. Only following the setting of the goal and the purpose of creation, when it's firm and it's established, then the Ebishter begins with the details to create every single thing in its time, in its place, on its day. This concept is like the Lashon that we say, this Lashon, what comes out in the end, in the action, in the process, with all the details, there's a Machshavet Chilah. There is the plan in the beginning that it has the purpose of what this whole thing has to come out to accomplish when it's all done and prepared. What is Saifa Maisa? Once you have it all finished and done, and then you could fulfill its purpose, that is what the person has in mind in the beginning, even before he sets out in the entire process of all the details that have to be done. So now bringing this back over here to creation, the Abishra begins first with establishing the purpose of creation. What's the purpose of creation? 
a world which is created as a concealment and godliness. A world which is created with a concealment, a world of darkness, a world of klippim, to refine and elevate the world, to transform the world into a place where the godly light should shine in it. Light, he, he, tiltis. Light is the purpose that's there right in the beginning, before any details get done in creation. Light is the very first thing to establish that everything is here to bring light into the world. The purpose and the shleimus of the whole creation and the world, the person as well, who to create a dwelling for the Eibishter, and the dwelling for the Eibishter is created by transforming a place of darkness into light, here in the world below, and this world below. That's the purpose of creation, light. To take a place in a world of darkness and of concealment and transform it and elevate it into a place of light. So now we understand why light is created, the very first creation in the beginning of creation. Before everything else. It's the light which David establishes as the purpose of creation. When the Abishta says the words what is the Abishta saying? It's not just a creation of a specific creation of light. Rather, this statement of Yehi Eir is also referring to the entire future of everything that Hashem will create in the rest of the days of creation. The world with all of its details and all of creations in it. Everything should be transformed and be light. That's the idea of Yehi Eir in the beginning of creation. It's not just the creation of a specific creation of light. It's establishing the purpose of all of creation, before you begin the process with all the details, it's establishing in advance that this is the purpose of all of creation, to elevate and to bring light into the world. That's why it's the first creation. But now, based on this, we still have the following question. If you look further into the days of creation, at each Part of creation, which is created on its specific day of the days of creation. It says at the end of that day's creation, and they saw that what it created is good. When it says it was good, it means that it was lichtig, there was light. The saw the light in what he created. And as it says the first time when it talks about toiv, that the oir was good. So therefore, from here we learn out that any time it says toiv throughout creation, it also refers to the fact that the Eivishter created and saw light, an aspect of light, in every single day's creation. What this means is, the when it says toiv, the first time toiv writes oir ki toiv, so from this we know that toiv always means oir. Based on this it comes out, the Ha'ur b'Maiseberishes, light that was created in Maiseberishes, who loyra kematorik kedemes. It's not only light that was created in the beginning and on the first day of creation to establish the purpose of creation. Light is something which continues being uh, emphasized by the Eibushter 
that in everything Hashem creates, David just says, oh, he sees the light in this. There's an aspect of light in everything he creates. So it's not just the purpose, but it's within every detail of creation. So how does this fit with the point that we said before, that light is there only at the beginning of the creation, as the purpose for everything else that follows. But here we see that there's an aspect of creation of light every single day. The gam, and also in Mamuvaleo, how would this fit with something else we mentioned before? That the light created on the first day, the Ebishter conceals light. And from this we understand, that the light that the Ebishter creates is not something which is revealed and gets expressed within every single day of creation. Yet, here we see that every day the Ebishter says, every day the Ebishter sees the light in every detail of creation. Not just the light in the beginning of creation, which gets concealed. So the onion, so the answer here is, the Rebbe will explain that there are two different aspects to light. There's the light in the beginning of creation, and then there's the light that the Abishter sees in every single detail and every single day of creation. So now going back to the point that we spoke about before, that there's the purpose of a certain action or a certain creation that a person is doing. And the example that we're using by a person here below in this world. So the fact that a person has a certain purpose in his activity is expressed in two aspects. Aleph number one, as this is expressed, before he gets anything done, before he starts out anything. He first has to establish his direction, his goal, his purpose. So there, this purpose is the main thing that the person is thinking about. He's focusing on figuring out what is my purpose before he gets anything done. That's the first point which we explained before. But then based, there's another point as well. Even after the person begins the process of what he's going to be working on and what he's doing, the purpose of what he's doing has to also be sensed to some degree the entire time, the entire process that he's doing in order to get to his goal. So all of the details should be in sync with the purpose of where he's trying to go. Although now he might be focusing on a specific detail of what he's accomplishing here and in this action, in this detail that he's doing, you don't see the purpose. The purpose will only be when the whole project is done. But in every detail as well, you have to sense the goal of how this detail will ultimately serve the purpose of where you're going to. So true, the purpose is not revealed and you can't focus on it while you're in the process of doing the details. It's not revealed with the same focus and expressed as much during the process of the details that you have to get done. But you do have that matara, which is the background, and it's sensed in every single thing that you're doing. Just not as revealed and not as focused as it is in the beginning. So we see here that this matara, there's two aspects to it. In the beginning, and then throughout the time when the entire process of everything that has to be done is, is getting done. So the same thing we can understand and apply as well. The purpose of creation. As we explained, this is the light that was created in the first day. So there are two levels in this light and this purpose. Aleph, the first is the essence of the light. 
Shahu Mefurish Betayre, which Betayre explicitly tells us, Fayar Alekim Esa'er Kitay. There's the light that's created at the beginning. It sets the whole purpose of creation, that everything is all about bringing light into the world. Ha'er Atzmoy Kamashum Mizgala Biyoim Umay Merishain Kaidim Misabusam Shokal Nevraya Olam Ukimatarasam Betachlisam. There's the light that's created and revealed on the first day when the Avish day establishes the purpose of everything the matara and the tachlis of everything, that's the essence of light, that's the general purpose of everything of creation. That's one point, that's what we spoke about earlier. But now also, Beis, the second point is, there's a ray and somewhat of this light, that has to be felt and brought, drawn into all the details of every single day of creation. It has to be the guidance. That light has there in the background. There's the guidance for every detail in creation of how it's going to help bring the world to its purpose. This is what gives the ability and the guidance and the direction and the koyach for all nevroim that they are created not just as separate creations and separate details, but they're, they're synchronized, they're helping one another, they're somehow they come together and they will all serve this ultimate purpose of transforming the entire world into light. Regarding this second aspect of the light, here the Ebrishter calls it Taif. The word Eir is not written explicitly. Taif does mean Eir. It's not clearly written as light. It's a hint. Which means it's hidden. It's not as revealed on the first day. The first day it says, That's the time when the light and the purpose and the general purpose of the whole entire creation has to be very strong and focused on to know before you go anywhere, before you go through the whole process, what is the point? What's, that's what the focus is right now. Throughout creation though, you have the light that's there as the driving force behind everything, the Helen, that's guiding the way everything is working throughout the time of creation, the whole process of creation. Now, so now based on this, that the light created on the first day of creation, or created on the first day of creation, and also throughout creation you have the light. So these are, those are the two levels here. Beginning of creation, and then throughout the time of creation. This also explains well both opinions that you have in the Zoyar, or it's brought in the Maimorim of the Tzamach Tzedek. Regarding light created, what kind of light are we talking about? What level of light is this? One opinion is that this light is a revelation coming from Keser. Bayes, second opinion is Madregas Chesed. It comes from Chesed. So these are the two aspects of light that we spoke about. The two aspects of light is the difference between Keser and Chesed. Keser is above any of the details. Establishes will and purpose and desire of what creation will be all about. Before you get into the details of Ashtal Shalos it's above, removed, higher than all of creation. It's the purpose of everything, all encompassing. David's desire and will for creating and what his objective is here. On the other hand, you have Oyer, which is the level of Chesed. Chesed is the beginning of Ashtal Shalos. 
It's the beginning of the seven days of creation and the beginning of the seven spheres. So what is chesed? Chesed is when the creation itself actually begins. It's the Eivishter's chesed. It's the Eivishter's giving and creating. What is this chesed? The expression that it says in Zoya, chesed is the essence of all of the midas that follow. Chesed is the Eivishter relating and giving. All other midas is the same essence of chesed coming out in another way through each one of the spheres. The idea of all the spheres is the midas, they relate, and they give, they create, they relate. You can relate in a way of chesed, relate in a way of gvura, relate in a way of teferis, but it's all the essence of all of them is the to relating and giving. So therefore chesed is already the beginning. That's the process of the revelation of the Eivishtu as it comes out in the details of the creation of every day. Creation primarily happens from the mid of chesed. That's the Eivishtu's act of giving, creating. So this, this chesed is also the rave. So this is drawing from the first day of creation, from the general matara of chesed, which is above and all-encompassing, it draws from there a ray of that purpose that it should be also present and the driving force behind all the details of every single day of creation. And that's expressed when the Ebeshter says, Ki toif, the chesed, the toif, the goodness of the Ebeshter, the giving, the act of giving and the actual creation every single day of creation, that it should be fitting and in sync with the purpose of creation that was there in the beginning in the level of chesed. So now based on this we can come back and see why Eir and Raz, which seem to be opposites, have the same gematria. We can see the connection between these two words. Just like it is, let's go back to our analogy of a person. The purpose that a person establishes before any activity that he does. So that's something that while he's actually involved in the process and the actions that he has to do in the details, so that purpose that he established in the beginning, so that's just there in his mind, guiding the actions that he's doing. When do you actually have the fulfillment of the purpose, fully fulfilled and revealed and expressed, when you finish the entire process of whatever you're building or whatever you're working on, whatever project it is, when it's all done and prepared and ready, here the purpose is fully revealed. Like we said before, But during the entire time and process when a person is doing the details and preparing and going through the steps that he has to get to the purpose, so then the purpose is concealed. That's dear guiding what he's doing in his head. That's guiding him. But he's actually involved at every moment, at every day, he's involved in different specific details of, uh, of this entire huge project. The entire time of the process where different things have to get done, the purpose that he's going for in the end is concealed. And it's not what he's not as focused. At this point, it's, it's, he's not... Um, uh, uh, right now thinking constantly about the purpose, the purpose is just there to guide what he's doing. But he's now involved in specific details. He only thinks about the purpose as much as it's necessary to guide what he's doing, to get to the end point. 
But it's only at the beginning when the person makes the plan and creates that purpose when he's focusing on the purpose. And it's only at the end when he comes to the completion of the entire process and of the entire project that the fulfillment of the purpose comes out and is fully expressed. Same thing is also above by the Ebishter. The purpose of creation is light. When is this purpose fully revealed? When the world will come to its fulfillment, when the purpose of the world will be reached. This is not only at the end of the six days of creation, but the world will reach its purpose at the end of the 6,000 years when the world will be fully refined and elevated. Until the end of times, the light is there and it's active and it's guiding everything in creation to go in that direction. It's sort of a secret. It's sort of just in the background. It's guiding everything. It's concealed. Until it will come out and be fully expressed and revealed in its fulfillment when Mashiach comes. So this is the meaning of what Razal tells us. That the light that was created was concealed until Asad Lava. So the Rebbe's question was, why was it concealed? So what this really means is, Yes, it's there, it's created in the beginning of creation. Light is that purpose that you focus on in the beginning. But then, when you get into the process of the details, in order to get to the fulfillment of this purpose, so the purpose that was there, you were focused on in the beginning, now is Nisalem. Now it goes sort of in the background. Now you're busy with the process and the details until you will finally come to the fulfillment of the purpose. The idea of it being hidden. It doesn't mean that it goes away, that we don't we forget about the purpose. It's there. The purpose is there constantly. It's just, it's just hidden. As we explained before, as we see that light, an aspect of the light is there. It's present there in all the six days of creation. She keeps on saying, because that light is there. It's the background that's guiding everything throughout creation. So therefore, there's a gneeze of the light. It's not that the light goes away. The light is nignas. It's concealed and it's the driving force behind everything throughout creation. But it's only, it's a gneeze. It's, it's hidden. Where is this light created? And from, from the place where it's hidden. It, it gives an influence and it guides and directs things in creation. Omru Chazal. The Ebeshter hides the light in Teira, and it's the place in Teira that gives the guidance and the influence of this light in every single uh, day of creation, all the 6,000 years until we come to the fulfillment of the purpose of creation. So why is it concealed in Teira? The explanation of why light is concealed in Teira. Just like it is, again, going back to our analogy, when a person is going to do something and he has a purpose and he has a certain process, how they move on, it's understood. The purpose, where is the purpose concealed? Where is it hidden? 
within the actions, with every, within every single action that he's doing in the process to get to the purpose, so you have the driving force and the guidance of the purpose that's there, hidden within the actions that he's doing. So the light, the purpose is there. It's a driving force that's concealed within the actions that he's doing in order to bring the actions to his purpose. So we can understand also regarding where is the light of beginning of creation, the purpose of creation hidden. This is the purpose of all of creation. So where is this light hidden? Which actions in the world will bring about the revelation and the full fulfillment of that transformation of bringing everything elevated and revealing the light in the world? What is it? that Which actions do this? The actions are to learn Torah and to fulfill mitzvahs. They elevate the world. They reveal the light in the world. It's through learning Torah and doing mitzvahs that you elevate the world, you bring the light into the world to its fulfillment, to its purpose. So we understand from this, So the purpose of creation is sort of hidden is, is in the actions of doing a mitzvah and learning Torah, that's the light, that's the purpose of creation where, the, where, where it's been hidden. So since all of the Avedah that a person does, the mitzvahs that a person fulfills, it comes how? It's guided from what? It's come, it comes from Torah, from the person learning Torah. The greatness of Torah is that you learn Torah it guides you and it leads you to action. So where's the light of creation? The purpose of creation, where is it found? It's found in Teda. Teda guides a person and it guides them to do mitzvahs and that is the whole, that brings the purpose of creation to be fully fulfilled when Mashiach comes. So that's the meaning of what Chazal tells us, that the Teda is the place where the light and purpose of creation, which is light, is found. So we understand based on this why the Eir and the Roz have the same gematria, because that's the nature of the Eir. The Eir is that hidden guiding force that's behind everything in creation. So the Eir is a Roz. Throughout the process of all of the 6,000 years that the world exists, the Eir is hidden like a, like a secret. The lesson that we take from all of this, in, in, our, in our serving the simple and clear for everyone to see. When the Eivish just says, there should be light. This is the purpose of all of creation. That a person should refine his portion in the world. Transform everything into a place of light. As long as a person has not illuminated the world around him with the light of Teira and Mitzvahs, even if a person was successful in eliminating the uh, negativity, the darkness that exists in the world, a person that is abstaining of doing any Aveda. So he's not involved in any active, in any negative uh, activity that is. But, on the other hand, he has not yet increased and brought and elevated and transformed the world into the light, the purpose of creation, the Asay Toiva aspect. 
So if a person just is, is satisfied with staying out of trouble and staying away from doing any Aveda, and he's, he's dead, so he's sort of abstained from the activity, he's removed the chayshuk of the world, that's not enough. That doesn't fulfill the purpose of creation. He hasn't fulfilled his purpose. He hasn't fulfilled the intention and purpose of creation. The general purpose of creation. And the purpose of the creation of a person, specifically. It's not just about removing the negativity and the darkness of the world. That's just a preparation to be able to do that. Way. But rather the main purpose is... This is, uh, it's not only to get rid of the Sormira, to get rid of the Ra, and to, to remove any darkness that there is in the world. Rather, primarily a person's Aveda is to increase the good in the world. To transform and elevate the world into a place of goodness and, and, and light. So what a person has to be asking himself is, not about am I, am I being good by abstaining from and just doing everything that, uh, in a way that there's no negativity in my life. No. A person has to be driven by the purpose of creation. The purpose of creation is to spread light, to add more Tato mitzvahs and to bring more light into the world. And just as we explained before, that the order of creation and the purpose of creation, we could see the way the Abish created the world. So Aleph number one should miyad bereishis abriyat. Immediately at the beginning of creation, biyayim rishin or rishin, the first day and the first utterance. Kava kadosh baruch hu es matarah, so the Abish establishes its purpose. The Abish begins right away with yehi ayr. And only then does he set out to the process of creation, of, of creation and creating all the details in its day. Well, that's one point. And Beis, but Shemiyidah Gisa, on the other hand, as we pointed out, in every day of creation, the Torah says, Toiv, that there's the good, there's the aspect of light that's there in every day of creation. There's the light of the Ebeshter, and the, the, the guidance of the purpose is there, and it's the background of everything that's being created in every single day. So, we could learn from this also regarding the Seder of a person's Avedis Hashem. Aleph, the same thing by a person, when a person wakes up the first thing in the morning. Every day in the morning, similarly also every hour. The nasa beria chadasha. A person wakes up in the morning; he's a new creation. The dugmas yom rishon shalabria, like the first day of creation. The first thing is in the beginning of the day. A person has to have that clarity, that light, that should establish the purpose of the day. That has to be very firmly established and engraved, and it should resonate with him. That the purpose of all of his actions are that it should be light. That has to be there in the beginning of the day. It should be very clear. What am I waking up for? Maybe she gave me a new day, a new life, all to bring light into the world. After you have this firm resolution, then you could go to all of the details that you have to accomplish throughout your day. 
And then you'll, if you have that strength and that clarity in the beginning of the day, it'll guide you. It'll be able to take you in the rest of your day. In addition to this, a person has to make an extra effort. Even when you get involved in certain details of your day and you go about all kinds of things that you do and you can forget, how does this detail fit into the general purpose of what I'm here for? So you have to make an effort, even when you're involved in certain details, to connect it back and see that it's all being done for a purpose. That he should feel, it should be present in everything he does, that it, there's a light here, there's a guiding light, and there's a purpose in everything that I'm doing. Just as this is true regarding the creation in general. The purpose of creation is light. The same is also true regarding the specific creation of an existence of darkness. Atzma, the very darkness itself. Why does the Abish create darkness in the world? There's all kinds of things created in the world, but then there's the darkness itself. The existence of darkness. Why? So the Rebbe says, it's not only there's one purpose, which would be, so that a person should be the one to make his choice. When you serve the Abish, it should be your Aveda that you're choosing the light over darkness. If there wasn't an existence of darkness and negativity in the world, then it wouldn't be the person choosing light. Everything is just light. If this is the only purpose of the creation of darkness, the darkness itself does not serve any purpose for itself. It's a vehicle, it's just a means to the fact that this enables a person to choose. If not for the fact that there's darkness, it's not your choice. So the Eved should create darkness, so your Avedis Hashem should be your choice to choose light. That's one aspect, but it goes even deeper. In the very darkness itself, there's a purpose with this creation of darkness. It's this darkness that's going to be transformed and elevated to become light. This darkness is not just a means to an end, and then we leave the, the darkness behind us, and we don't care about the darkness. It's just to get the person to make a good choice. No, no, no. The very darkness itself will be included and elevated and transformed in a person bringing light into the world. Hinei, the Rebbe concludes, Now a person might think to himself, how could a person, how does a person have the power to take a world that's toyu, vavoyu, and choyshech, it's dark, and sometimes it looks like a jungle, to transform it into light? To take the very existence of darkness itself and transform it into light, how does a person have the power to do this? Therefore, the Tehidah begins right away, what does Rashi tell us on Bereshis? The purpose of creation is for Yidin and for Tere that are called Reishis. The whole purpose of creation was for Yidin and for the Tere. In other words, this is the true existence of creation. At its core, what is creation? We see the darkness, we see the concealment, and so on. But really, the pnimius of the existence of creation itself is all for the purpose of Yidin. That Yidin should transform the world into light. 
The kavana zu harehi atzma siyua manasinis koyach latzliach vavayde zu. So since this is the purpose, this is the true existence of creation. This is the biggest assistance that the Eibushter gives us to be successful in this avayda. What you're doing is revealing the true purpose of what the world really is. Through our avayda throughout the six thousand years. To illuminate the world with the light of Teda and Mitzvah. To the revelation of this light that was created in the first day of creation. That it won't be the, the source of light, will not be the sun. Rather, the Abishta himself will be the source of light. With the arrival of Mashiach, the Korev Mamish.